Thank you for joining us today on the Annex Podcast, hosted and presented by the Building Christian Fellowship. At the building, we build our faith, hope, and love in Jesus by having a real, relevant relationship with Him. And what better way for us to get closer to God than to learn more about Him through His Word? We pray you enjoy this message. And somebody say amen. Amen. Praise God. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is good to be with you in your homes. Thank you for inviting me into your houses this morning. Uh, Maybe it's your place of work. Maybe you're in your car. It doesn't matter where you're at. Just thank you for allowing me to be with you uh, this morning to bring the word of God uh, to you guys this morning. Praise God. I just want to welcome you guys wherever you're at. Um, uh, uh, buenos dias a todos. Um, I, I want to make sure wherever you guys are at right now, take a selfie um, right where you're at. And don't forget to hashtag That's Good John uh, or uh, hashtag NoRona. Okay. That's N-O-R-O-N-A. Hashtag that. You guys, we got a great word for you guys this morning. Um, just, you guys, just, I want to remind you guys of a few things uh, here at the building. You know, why you're not here, uh, sometimes things are easy to forget. But listen, we are a, a generous people, and that's a trait that God is. Because God is generous, we're also generous. So I want to remind you guys, don't forget to show your generosity. Por favor, no olvides mostrar tu generosidad. Puede dar puspe, aplicación, o texto uh, 779-777. Y escribe TBCFA. So look, you can give either push pay on the app or you could text 77977 and then type in TBCF and you can give that way. I'm just asking you guys, please don't forget to show your generosity to the house of God so we can continue to bring the word, worship, and create real relevant relationships with you and one another in Jesus Christ. Amen. So uh, before I get started, there's a couple of things I want to address this morning. Uh, number one, it's Papa's birthday. It's my Papa, mine and Pastor's Papa's birthday. Happy birthday. We just, we love you so much. We just want to tell you how much we appreciate you. And, um, you know, I can't imagine doing life without you, Papa. Uh, we love you. We thank God for you. And today our hats are off to you. We celebrate you. We honor you. And uh, one more time, we love you. Praise God. Now, I also want to celebrate all the pastors. Uh, quiero uh, celebrar a todos los pastores who by faith, que por fe, closed the doors of the church, creeron las puertas de las iglesias, or by faith, they've kept it open this morning. O por fe, los mantuvieron abritos esta mañana. Dios te bendiga, Dios los bendiga, bendiga. God bless you guys because I know you're doing it by faith and siempre por fe. It is always by faith that we do these things. 
Um, in, in during these times, I, I hear people saying these are uncertain times. These aren't uncertain times. These are just times for us to have faith and to exercise our faith. And speaking of faith, we're going to get into the word of God this morning. We're going to talk about faith. Um, I just want to share um, just real briefly, you know, pastors, if you're watching any of my pastor friends or maybe you guys are in ministry, listen, whatever your pastor has decided to do, that's what he decided to do. And all you other pastors looking at other pastors, the Bible says, who are you to judge another man's servant? Whatever they do, they're doing it by faith. And praise God, I'm excited because without faith, it's impossible to please God. So let's not add any other excuses in there for those pastors and those ministries that are happening because there's some doors that are open today and there's some doors that are closed. But no matter what, everybody is learning to to be a, a container, a vessel of the presence of God during this time. And so we're coming together, where, whether it's virtually or we are coming together, not forsaking the fellowship of ourselves. We are all doing it in the unmentionable, unforgettable, powerful name of Jesus Christ. And that's where the power lies in, not in us, but in Jesus. Amen. Amen. So if you will with me, because I know some of you guys have your Bibles, Bible apps, whatever it may be, turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 14, verse 25 through 31. And I'll begin reading here in a second. Matthew 14, 25 through 31, and it reads this. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled saying, is it a ghost? And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And so he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Let's pray. God, I just pray right now that our ears are open to hear your word. Our hearts are prepared to receive the engrafted word of God, which will save our souls. We say that today that we are not going to be the same after we hear this word, that we will be chastised, challenged, and changed in the very presence of God. We know, Lord, that you said you would watch after your word to perform it. So right now we are sending the word of God to all those that are, 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 are hearing this word, and we declare healing, healing in their physical bodies, healing in their minds and their emotions, God, healing right now in their relationships and healing, Lord, in their faith. So we thank you for that in the mighty, magnificent, and matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, before I get into this, I just know that during our time in Israel, we got an opportunity to go out on this very body of water that this scripture came from. And uh, being out there, uh, on the Sea of Galilee, or being being out there, it 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 really brings a great perspective of what God was talking about, and and being out there on the water and wondering, man, is this where Peter actually walked and sank? I, I mean, it was it was great. But we think about when Peter said, 
Jesus, if that is you, bid me to come. There is some uh, picture that we have here, a remarkable picture of faith, a, a faith that is unshakable faith that Peter had to be at the feet of Jesus. And an unshakable faith that we have is not a faith believing that we're going to receive something, but it's an unwavering faith that seeks after the face of God. La fe inquebrantable es una fe que busca el rostro de Dios. We have a, a faith, when we have faith in a situation, uh, cuando tenemos fe en la situación, we are setting ourselves up for failure. No estamos preparando para el fracaso. Las situaciones son como el clima. Uh, situations are just like the weather. They change from day to day. So when our situations don't turn out the way that we believe, we begin to sink in our disbelief. Cuando nuestra situación no termina de la manera en que creemos, nos hundimos en la duda. Doubt and disbelief are just like kryptonite to our faith. They slowly dissolve one's hope, leaving you stuck and feeling overwhelmed in your situation. La duda dissolverá tu esperanza y tu sentirás abrumado. And as we look back at our scripture in Matthew chapter 14, 29 through 31, uh, Pedro nunca pensó que podía caminar sobre el agua. Peter never believed he was going to walk on water. Uh, él no pensó el romper las leyes de la física. He, he didn't think about breaking the laws of physics. Pedro solo quiera uh, volver a los pies de Jesucristo. The only thing that was on Peter's mind was getting back to the feet of Jesus. Peter had faith that no matter where Jesus was at calling him, that if Jesus called him, all he wanted to do was get to the feet of Jesus, no matter what the circumstances were. Now listen, you guys. Cuando tenemos una fe inquebrantable para buscar la presencia de Dios, no principados, nada presente, o no lo vener, no los poderes, no lo alto, no profundo, no ninguna otra cosa creada, Pueden separarnos del amor de Dios que es en Jesucristo nuestro Señor. Amén. Praise God. Listen, when we get that unshakable faith like Peter has to seek the presence of Almighty God, no principalities, no powers, no present things, no things to come, nor heights, nor depths, nor anything created shall be able to separate us from the love of God that is found in Christ Jesus our Lord. Can somebody shout right where you're at? Amen. I know I'm getting excited. It's hard to sit down and preach a message like this. But as we look back in verse 24, it tells us that the ship that the disciples were on, they were in troubled waters. Matthew describes the winds that were blowing as contrary. Los vientos fueron contrario. This means it was hindering their ability to complete the command of God. Cuando comenzamos a hacer cosas para Dios, sucede algo contrario. 
Now, how many of you guys know that every time you start being obedient to God's word, that something is going to come against you? Cada vez que comienzas a ser obediente a la palabra de Dios, vendrá algo en tu contra. Every time God tells you to do something and you start moving in that direction that God has told you to, there's going to be a contrary wind, something that comes against you to, to stop you from doing that which God has planned for you, that plan and purpose that God has for you in your life. These contrary situations aren't designed to destroy you, but they're not designed to distract you. See, anything you do spiritual, there's going to be something physical that comes against you. Galatians 5 in 17 states this. It says, For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to another, so that you cannot do the things that you would. They're contrary. You can't be fleshly and spiritual at the same time. You got to be able to walk in the spirit so that you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now, now, listen, as, as Peter began to do the, the unexplainable, as he broke the law of physics, the Bible says that there was a spiritual thing to happen. As he began to walk in the spirit, he began to see spiritual things. And, and I have to say uh, this, and I'm going to say it in Spanish first. No puedes ver el viento. You can't see the wind. Pero puedes ver los efectos del viento. You can see the effects of the wind. Uh, uh, ves los arboles en movimiento. You can see the trees moving. Puedes escuchar y sentir el viento. You, you can hear the wind blow. You can feel the wind blow. Pero no puedes uh, ver el viento. But you can't see wind. You could feel it. You could hear it. You could see the effects. But you can't see wind. But the Bible tells us as Peter began to walk by faith, he saw the wind. Amazing, amazing. Put a feather in that. We're going to get back to that. Now, we can learn from Peter's example. Lo que podamos aprender de Pedro es when we are pursuing to be at the feet of Jesus. Cuando buscamos estar a los pies de Jesús, we will do the impossible. Pedamos hacer lo imposible. We will do miracles. Nosotros haremos milagros. And numero dos, number two, the second thing we'll do when we are pursuing the feet of Jesus, it will change our vision. Cambiara tu visión. It's amazing. When we are pursuing to be at the feet of Jesus, we will do miracles. Look, many of us right now are desiring to perform miracles. We talk about it. And the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, it says, desire spiritual gifts. But the key to performing spiritual gift is found in today's scripture. In verse 28, it says, And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be you, bid me to come out on the water. Now, Jesus turned and looked at him and said, Peter, come on. You come now. And Peter came down out of the boat and he walked on the water. As soon as Christ said, come, Peter stepped out of the boat. Now, look at your neighbor wherever you're at, and somebody say, obedience, obediencia. Look, recuerda las obediencia restresado en disobediencia. Listen, delayed obedience is disobedience. 
When God tells you to do something now, you can't wait to see the, uh, 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 somebody blink three times or somebody sneeze or somebody give you confirmation. If you understand, the only confirmation that Peter had was hearing Christ tell him to come. He didn't look at the circumstance. He didn't look at the situation. All he knew is he wanted to be at the feet of Jesus. Man. Remember, you guys, delayed obedience is disobedience. You have to be obedient to what God tells you to do by faith. There's pastors right now that have prayed and God told them, listen, close the doors of the church. I will take care of the church because my people are the church. They won't forget. Listen, I am, I've never ever seen the righteous forsaken nor the seed begging bread. Pastor, close the doors of the church and preach online to your people. They will give and they did it by faith. There are other pastors that are saying, Lord, I, I, I don't know. Should I do this? And the Lord said, keep your doors open. And you know what he said? He said, forsake not the fellowship of some as others do as we see the day coming. Then they went ahead and kept the doors of the church open. But they did it by faith and they didn't wait. They didn't hesitate. They didn't wait to see what other churches were doing. They listened to Jesus when they said, Jesus, if this be you, bid me to come. Now, numero dos, number two thing that will happen when you are pursuing to be at the feet of Jesus. Cuando buscamos estar a los pies de Jesucristo, it will change your vision. Cambiar tu visión. In our scripture, we see that the boat was being tossed by the waves, but the waves were tossing the boat because of the wind. So the boat is being tossed by the waves, but the waves were being tossed and moved about because of the wind. Now, we've already established no one can see the wind blowing. Nadie puede ver el viento, pero Pedro lo hizo mira. Peter saw the wind. Verse 30 says this, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink and cried out saying, Lord, save me. And I like other versions of, of the Bible. It says um, he saw the wind was contrary. He saw that the wind was contrary. When your faith causes you to pursue the presence of Christ, it will cause you to see things supernaturally. I, I, I have to back up for a minute because we see that um, we can't see the wind, but when Peter began to do what God called him to do, he began to see that which was trying to keep him from getting to the feet of Jesus. Now, uh, we understand that, that when you pursue the presence of God and, and you're looking for his feet, this is when miracles will happen. We get it backwards. We're asking God that God let us lay hands on people. We want to we go do miracles. We want to see the healed, the, the sick healed. We want to see... Um, we want to see the deaf um, hear. We want to hear the mute talk. We want to raise people from the dead. But nobody's pursuing the feet of Jesus. Look, I know you want to have faith to do miracles, but can you have faith to go to Jesus' feet no matter where he's at? Like right now, Jesus just isn't in the building. You look behind me, this building made of stucco, cinder block, and drywall is empty. But the building that God made that wasn't made by man's hands is full of the spirit of God. And by faith, I know he's in me. So wherever I'm at, I'm bringing the presence of God. 
And right now where you're at, you have the presence of God with you, but it takes faith to know that the presence is there. And when God is telling you to come, it takes you faith to seek his feet. It ain't just going to happen. It's by faith that we do all these things. Unshakable faith. And when you start walking in the spirit, you'll begin to see things that you've never seen before. God will give you a whole nother perspective on things. You know, Ephesians chapter 2 and 2 says this, where in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. You guys catch that? Peter saw the wind. Peter understand and stood and he began to see the prince of the power of the air that was contrary to him walking in the spirit, seeking after the feet of God. This wind that was blowing was the prince of the power of the air. When you start being obedient to God's word, when you start pushing through the coronaviruses of life to seek the feet of Jesus, don't you think for one second that the prince of the power of the air is not going to start moving contrary to keep you from getting to the feet of Jesus? Man, this is a good word. So, we have to understand as we begin to walk and seek after Jesus in his feet that the wind is going to begin to blow. That's that contrary wind. And when that contrary wind blows, when we see it, we can't do like Peter did and begin to sink. We have to make sure that we keep our eyes focused on the one that has given us faith so that we can have unshakable faith to get to the feet of Jesus. Now, as I prepare to bring this to a close, saints, have you ever wondered why people act a certain way towards you? You sit down and you're like, I don't know why this person's coming against me. I don't know. I'm just trying to be holy. I'm, I'm loving on others as I'm loving on myself. I'm praying for those that despitefully use me. I'm doing all these things for these people. And, and I don't understand. You need to understand that the prince of the power of the air is now working in the children of disobedience. Usually, most of the time, the people that are acting crazy to you are those that aren't saved. They may claim to be saved, but they're children of disobedience, and the prince of the power of the air, the contrary wind, is able to move them. They are the waves that was moving against the boat. Those are the contrary wind that hit the waves that was keeping the boat from getting to the other side. So when those people are acting weird towards you, when God gives you a specific direction, when you're trying to get to the feet of Jesus and all of a sudden people get in your way, they are the waves that are rocking your boat or they're rocking your ship. And that ship that they're rocking is called relationship. They are the contrary uh, waves, but they are being blown by the prince of the power of the air and they're trying to keep you from getting to where you're getting. And what you do is when you begin to see that the wind is blowing, you begin to sink in your faith. You will no longer do a miracle. Jesus said, come, you started coming. You started doing the things of God. You started seeking God's face. You're beginning to pray. You're doing your daily offices. You're meditating on the word day and night. You are giving, you're tithing. And then all of a sudden, something happens. It's just the prince of the power of the air. But God is calling you to have unshakable faith that even though you may start to see a different perspective on everything, when people are acting crazy towards you, don't blame it on them. They're just disobedient children and they're being blown. They're the ways being blown by the contrary wind, which is the prince of the power of the air. Now, when you grow, saints, from faith in Christ to the faith of Christ, this is when you will have unshakable faith. 
So many of us want to have faith in God, but God says, no, don't just have faith in me, have faith like me. There's a huge difference. I can have faith in Christ to know that he'll do anything, but can I have the faith of Christ? Because having the faith of Christ will allow me to walk on water like he did. Having the faith of Christ will allow me to lay hands on the sick and watch them recover. Having the faith of Christ is going is to allow me to call those things that are not as though they were. Having the faith in Christ, uh, of Christ is going to let me look at a mountain till it be removed and it shall be cast into the sea. Having the faith of Christ. My faith in Christ is my salvation. My faith of Christ is be able to pursue his feet and do miracles. Praise God. Now listen, you guys. I know what you're thinking. You're saying, but what about Peter, pastor? Peter had great faith, but he began to see what he see this wind and he began to sink. Peter lost his faith, pastor. Why, why, look, look, you look, yeah, he walked on water. Yeah, he started doing a miracle, but he lost his faith and he began to sink. Listen, you guys, Peter never lost his faith. Yeah, I'm gonna let you let that sink in for a second. Peter never lost his faith. Peter just began to doubt. As I said earlier, doubt and disbelief is like kryptonite to your faith. Not that you'll lose it, but you put more of your hope in your doubt than you do in your faith. Verse 31 says this, and immediately, when he began to sink, and immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? See, Jesus told him that he had faith he said, oh, you a little faith. He didn't say, oh, you don't have any faith. He didn't say, why did you lose your faith? He said, oh, you of little faith. Why did you doubt? Saints of God, let, let me share this with you. I was going to wait for this, but I have to share this. I have to take a side note. Matthew chapter 17 and 20, it says this, that God said, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, that's little faith. That if you have faith just that big, that you could just look at a mountain and tell the mountain to be cast into the sea. Just little faith. He says in Romans chapter 12, verse 3, that we've all been given a measure of faith. And because he's given that, see, I believe that Jesus wasn't trying to uh, insult Peter and he wasn't trying to chastise Peter. He was trying to remind Peter, listen, you have a little faith and that little bit of faith was enough to keep you on the water. But instead, you stop focusing on your faith, and your faith is in me, and in me, you can have the faith of me, but you started to let in doubt because of what you saw, and because what you see, you begin to doubt what I said to you. I told you to come, and you should have came, but you began to listen and see other things. When God has told us that... that um that we should lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. When he told us in Psalms 91 that, that if we abide under the shadow of the most high God, that we don't have to worry about sickness and pestilence, that a thousand will fall at our left hand and, and another thousand at our right, that when we hear the word of God, because God said come, because this is what God says, and we begin to see people dying left and right, and the news is casting and saying that, oh, be, be aware because of coronavirus and all these other things that are out there, and we began to sink in disbelief because we Doubt what the word of God says. God says, I need you to have unshakable faith. 
He says, oh, ye of little faith, you have a little faith. God has dealt to you and given you a measure of faith. And it may be a little faith. It may be the size of a mustard seed. But that's a, the size enough faith to be able to walk on water and walk confident to what God has called you to do. It wasn't his little faith that made him sink. It was his doubt. When fear entered in, it, it brought doubt and it hijacked a little bit of faith that, that Peter had. But this is the good news, saints. Maybe you're one of those people that has been sinking in doubt. Maybe you're one of those people that have been worried about fear and, 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 and all the news and everything. And maybe your faith has been shaken just a little bit. I, I want to I say something to you. If you're sinking right now, today's the day that Jesus is coming to you and he's reaching down, pulling you out of the sea. And he's saying, oh, you a little faith. You have enough faith to get back up and walk on the water because the rest of the scripture says is that they got back on the boat and what does that mean? Is that they continued to do what that what God called them to do because God had told them let's go to the other side and Jesus said look I'm with you. He picked them up put them on the boat and they continued on their journey. God is wanting to pick you up out of that fear. He wants to pick you up out of that pit and that water that you're sinking in, that situation because you're beginning to listen and doubt. God is going to reach and pick you up. He's saying, oh, you of little faith and that is not an insult. He's reminding you of the faith that he has issued you. He's fine, uh, reminding you uh, of the measure of faith that he has given you. Though it may be a little faith, that's enough faith to, 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 to pluck trip, mulberry bush up out of the ground. It's enough faith to move mountains. It's enough faith to heal the sick. It's enough faith that you don't have to have any fear. It's an unshakable faith. And saints of God, I want to tell you one thing. Peter isn't remembered for him sinking. He's remembered for walking on water. Oh, I wish somebody right now would give God some praise. Yeah, you right now are not going to be remembered for the times you slip and fail. You will not be remembered for the times that you sank, but you will be remembered for the miracles that you do. My God, that's a, an opportunity to slap somebody high five and give God some praise. Listen, you guys, I, I want you to remember this. It was a crisis. It was in a crisis that Peter found out who Christ is. It was in Peter's crisis that he found out who Christ is. Hebrews 11 and 6 says this, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And Romans 14, 23 says this, for whatever is not done in faith is sin. Listen, we won't know God for who he is until we need him in a crisis. Come on, somebody. If your crisis is sickness, Christ is a healer. If your crisis is of despair and heartbreak, uh, Christ is a comforter. If your crisis is, is of anxiety and fear, Christ is the prince of peace. If your crisis is of a lack, Christ is a God that provides. If your crisis of being lost in a dark, dark place or if you're lost in lies, Christ is the way. Christ is the truth. Christ is the life. In your crisis Christ is you have to have a crisis to test your faith to know that Christ is will you have the same faith today to come to Jesus Will you have the same faith in your crisis that's going on in this nation right now? There is a crisis so that this nation will know that Christ is, 
the Savior of the world, that Christ is our Lord of all things, that at that name of Christ Jesus, that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Will you have the same unshakable faith as Peter did today to believe, to come to Jesus? You guys pray with me. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your word today. We will take your word and hide it in our hearts that we might not sin against you. Lord, and we thank you as we log off today. Um, God, I, I just ask that we can have that unshakable faith, that we won't focus on our sinking, but we will focus that we are people of little faith. We are people of the uh, faith of the side of a mustard seed that we're able to do miracles, that we're not looking to do miracles. We are looking to pursue and get at your feet. God, we thank you for these things. God, I pray for every pastor, every ministry within this city, uh, Lord, within, within this country, Lord, that they are moving, that they will uh, receive a revival, uh, God, after this thing is over, that people will run to the hope of the world, which is the church. God, we thank you right now. I pray for encouragement for every pastor. I thank you that they lack for nothing right now. I pray for the people of God of protection. The Lord, that people will see that the people in the house of God, those that are yours, Lord, that they will be able to walk in health. And, uh, they will walk in wealth, Lord, that they will lack nothing, that there'll be nothing missing, nothing broken, that their lives, their bodies, and their health will come in line with your word. So we thank you for all these things in the mighty, magnificent, and matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. That's Amen. all the time Listen, we have God. for this episode of the Annex Podcast. But we encourage you to get connected with us by downloading and using our TBCF app today. Or you can visit our website at tbcf.life. That's tbcf.life. Until next time, thanks for stopping by to the Annex Podcast.